welcome to the Warrior Culture Podcast. This is a space for dads and their teenage sons or any disciple of teens to pass down fortified manhood with confidence, one winning conversation at a time. While I'll be talking to the teens, to the dudes, I do want the older folk to listen in and stick around till the end for a discipleship debrief to take things a bit deeper. Let's go. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Warrior Culture Podcast. Justin over here, and if you'll remember, last week we started a three-episode segment, kind of all clumped together on the reality that warrior-cultured men fight. I believe the warrior culture Jesus established for us in the kingdom that we are taking place in, inhabiting right now, produces men that really do three things when you boil it all down. Men fight. That's what we're talking about in this kind of three-episode clump. Last week was that we fight with principle. This week is we fight with purpose. Next week is we fight with passion. But men also fortify. That is, they build into others. We'll talk more about that in episodes uh, seven to nine. And then third, men farewell. That is, they die well, embracing the end from the beginning. And those will be the last three episodes of season one, episodes 10, 11, and 12. So a lot goes into these three things. Uh, So I'm going to break them down, obviously, little by little in each episode. But this episode, again, we're talking about how men fight with purpose. Have you ever seen a fight break out? Maybe you were in the fight. Hopefully not, but it does happen. Uh, but have you ever seen a fight break out maybe that you were not a part of? You, you might remember the adrenaline, just kind of the static in the air around you, the curiosity, the panic. Like if it happens at school or after school, you might be wondering, like, is a teacher going to show up or something like that? I remember one breaking out in seventh grade uh, and just, the, you know, we talked about it for like weeks afterwards. Just the straight up energy of the moment was pretty wild. What did you do and how did you act? Well, there was a, uh, a pastor, he's long dead, by the name of J.C. Ryle. He is a personal hero of mine. I will probably be sharing many a story about the old Ryle. But he shared a story about breaking up a fight one time. The scene was that he was pastoring a church in 19th century England. So this is the 1800s, and uh, his people, the people he, uh, he pastored, were pretty stubborn. They kind of neglected God overall, especially as soon as he got there to pastor them. But a turning point came one evening when things started to escalate between two farmers. A brawl was in the making. And since people are people, the scene drew a crowd of about 300. Hearing the ruckus, Ryle saw the assembling mass of people, his congregation, mind you, and he bowled his way through the crowd. He was a big guy, apparently, and he threw himself in front of the two combatants. And he yelled, you can hit me all you want, but you cannot hit each other. And as soon as he said that, like a switch, the mob hushed. The pair of testosterone-flared opponents kind of scratched at their necks in shame. And all too quickly and quietly, everybody shuffled home without a word of protest. My question is, how? How in the world... 
can a single man, armed with one belief, silence a near army of people armed with a different belief? Well, J.C. Rowe answered the question himself as he reflected on that incident, incident years later. He said this, It taught me, that moment taught me what power one man has against a multitude as long as he has right on his side. And so that's really what I want to focus on um, this episode, is, is that being on the side of right is a huge factor of fortified manhood, of warrior-cultured manhood. And that is, again, an encouragement to you, young men, and to us older, just to never forget and to realize the power that we have being on the side of right. It is what warrior culture produces within us. It is what Jesus exhibited over and over and over again. But there is more to your purpose as a young man than just doing what's right. By the way, have you ever wondered that? Have you ever wondered, what is my purpose? I'm sure you have. Uh, I'm also sure you've gotten a lot of answers from society. And a lot of them probably are not good answers. I realized that I think back in episode two, we talked a bit about our purpose, that we are to radiate the culture of Jesus, right? Wherever we go. Um, I want to talk about that more specifically today. But truth is, guys, and I know you know this, purposelessness so lacking purpose is a huge problem today with guys your age, with Gen Z. Um, like you wake up, you eat breakfast, you do school and screens and friendship and screens and sports and video games and more screens. And then what happens? You get a job and then suddenly you're old and then you die. Like what's your purpose? What is it you're supposed to be doing? Well, here's the good news. Your purpose is not something you just make up. Just I want you to feel the kind of anchor in your heart, that weight kind of float away. Your purpose is not something you got to make up. It's not subjective. You don't choose it like you do you know, a college major. You are the king's warrior as a Christian. Remember that. He owns you. So guess what? Your purpose is his purpose. You fight for his cause. So our question becomes, what is his purpose, right? What is the purpose of Jesus? Like, what is he trying to accomplish in a day's time? Well, it is this, as the Bible tells us. It is to showcase his awesomeness to the world. And there's a lot more that can be said about that biblically, theologically, about, you know, why he redeems people for, you know, just to display his awesomeness and so forth. But in short, Jesus works, he labors to elevate his glory, which is another word for his awesomeness, all around the world. And he does that primarily right now by redeeming people. Your purpose then, young man, and my purpose is to live in such a way as to elevate the glory of Jesus, our King. You are to fight to bring the awesomeness of Jesus to bear on the lives of the people around you. Fight for them to see just how glorious Jesus is. Boom, that's it. We help people to see how good Jesus is. That is our purpose, whether that's at school, on the field, in the gym, in the home, at church, in private, in public, with friends, with that group of friends, wherever we are, everywhere. That is our purpose. Pause and breathe. That's a big end to take in. 
Okay. Okay. The question becomes, uh, how? <laughs> how do we show people how awesome Jesus is, right? How do we fulfill our purpose? Like, we're supposed to be helping here that I kind of feel overwhelmed now. Okay. Here it is. By our creed and our conduct. Those are the two points I want to make as we finish this episode. Here's what I mean by creed. Our beliefs. A creed is, is a systematic statement of Christian belief. Maybe you've heard of the Apostles' Creed or the Nicene Creed. It'd be a good thing to Google those, learn those. Anyways, we elevate the glory of Jesus and fulfill our purpose as men by studying the Bible, by knowing the Bible, and here we go, by speaking the Bible. You know, the, the gospel is a message. Jesus is a person that we share. So as we walk with Jesus through the Bible and grow to love him, we simply tell people about Jesus. That's why the Bible calls us witnesses. Hey, hey, I've seen Jesus do X and Y for me. Did you know you could know him like that too? Let's not overcomplicate how easy, you know, our purpose is. I'm not saying it's, it's, uh, it's easy. I should say how simple our purpose is and how it brings him glory to be men of creed, to be men of biblical belief, where we actually not, not just study and know the Bible, but speak it, just telling people how awesome Jesus is. Second, we show people how awesome Jesus is with our conduct, creed and conduct. We've already talked about this with the Ryle, the J.C. Ryle fight story at the beginning, being on the side of right. When we live to imitate Jesus, right, to follow our King, which we fail at all the time, but we still strive towards it. Remember, we're in a culture of grace, not honor and shame. We shine light. That's what's happening. As we cut off the dishonorable things that we do and just chase the biblical Jesus with all we got, staying on the side of right, no matter the cost, till death itself, running back to Jesus when we stray, people see it, guys. They see him, and Jesus is glorified. Listen, I, I understand this is a lot. You might need to listen to this episode again, and that's fine. This is the fight. It's our purpose to elevate the awesomeness of Jesus all around us with our belief, with speaking our beliefs at key moments, just being a witness, just saying, hey, I've seen Jesus do this, and, and I, I think you need to see him like that too. And just being people of conduct as well. So I have an activity, a discipleship debrief for you and your dad, you and your mentor to do this week at school or any out of the home event. Uh, you're going to see something wrong take place. And I want you, young man, to be on the side of right. I want you to follow Jesus when everyone else isn't. Then I want you to report back to your dad or your mentor that this week, and I want you to tell the story. Did you succeed or fail? What, what was it like? What were the details? Does that sort of life shine light onto others? And if so, in what way? That's the discipleship debrief, the activity, the challenge for you young men this week. And until next time, fight, fortify, and farewell. Scope. Thank you for investing your finite time into the Warrior Culture Podcast. If you like what's going on here, make sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, 
And most importantly, share it with a friend. And for real, don't neglect the discipleship debrief. It's kind of the secret sauce of success here. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, shoot me, Justin, an email at justint at c3lr.org. Grace and peace. Thank you.